0: Welcome to the Loudest Podcast, Loudest Podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Asterios Kokonos. With us, as always, is Sarantia. Hello. Sarantia, you're at home visiting your parents to go to the doctor for the first time in a few years. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember the last time I went to the doctor. I think it was like four years ago.
0: Yeah. Now, I asked you to go home (laughs) to go to the doctor because you've had this thing where you get up and you feel dizzy now you think that that's just a normal thing that is not worthy of medical attention Uh, let's just have a discussion what are your thoughts
1: yeah i don't think it's a medical condition i think it's just fun personally uh uh, when fun fact if you're poor here's an easy way to have fun so sit on the couch and then stand up really fast (laughs) and sometimes Around the borders of your vision, you'll see what I call the black and sparklies, uh-huh. which are hey. little uh, sparkles, and you can also see them if you push on your eyes.
0: Okay, how often are you Pushing on your eyes. <laughs> Not often. Really? I just know that it works. Okay. yeah I promise. You sound like you're a persistent eye pusher. This sounds like it's your regular Friday night thing. Just shoving the old eyeballs into sockets. <laughs> pushing the old eyes. Just pushing the old melon to the head. Pushing los ojos. You see. Impress <laughs> our two ojos and <laughs> la cabeza. You also have a cough that is not going away. And then when I ask you about the cough, you're just like, yeah, that's my cough, bro.
1: (laughs) I don't, yeah, I mean, yeah, sometimes I cough. Sometimes I have, I feel like I have a cough more frequently in the morning. Okay. Because like, I'll make it through, like I'm going to record this whole show. I'll be surprised if I cough more than one time.
0: So you're, you're coughing, you're feeling dizzy. And I'm like, maybe you should go to the doctor. You tell me, absolutely not. I will not go to the doctor. I will never go to the doctor. I'm afraid of what they're going to tell me. Is is, is, this fair? Yes,
1: that's correct. Okay. That's exactly how it happened.
0: Now, do you think (laughs) this is good? Do you think what you're doing is good or bad?
1: I mean, define good.
0: Healthy, uh, um, the kind of policy that would allow you to live a long and full life. Uh, the kind of policy that allows you to embrace knowledge and use that knowledge to better yourself the lives of the people around you.
1: Uh, well, I
0: wasn't doing that last one anyway.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, you know, some people, Asterios, don't like to go to the doctor and be like, hey, uh, you, this thing happens to me sometimes and I kind of like it. And the doctor will be like, oh, okay, we're going to give you 100 billion MRI tests for this thing that doesn't matter and doesn't negatively affect my life in any way some people prefer to just live with things like that okay Oh no no look that's
0: fair and, and look I i'm didn't... not
1: saying that you should listener i'm saying i don't like the doctors and i don't want to go and i would rather just be sick than be poked at and prodded and take 40 horse pills every morning no look
0: okay You're actually making a lot more sense than I thought you would at the beginning. Almost every time I've gone to the doctor and I've been like, this thing hurts. They're like, yeah, we'll get some x-rays. And they're like, yeah, we can't find anything. Well, fuck you. Goodbye like yeah you owe us uh, a for a billion dollars yeah, exactly like you owe us 170 bucks and i'm like i thought i have insurance they're like you do have insurance 170 dollars please you're lucky it's not four thousand. and it's like well i'm supposed to feel good about being robbed just a little bit
1: yeah so when i go to the doctor they're gonna tell you i'm telling you serious i will tell you i will go to the doctor i am not getting an mri like if they tell me okay we're gonna get an mri to see if there's anything going on there i'll be like no i thanks i'm just gonna die
0: what about an open MRI, which is like that? an open mic night, but for MRIs. It's like you get in this nice roomy room. You can have your Nintendo DS in there and play Pokemon Heart Gold or Soul Silver, whatever these Pokemon games you're playing. It's just a nice open MRI. You're not in like that weird tube that goes like, where you feel like you're being Xeroxed for 15 minutes. What about an open MRI? Don't want it. Why? What what
1: an open MRI for my brain? No. I don't think they're gonna do that. And I don't want one. You know what? I don't know enough about open MRIs to argue with you about whether or not they're gonna give me one. I'm just gonna say no.
0: No, no. So you'd rather no. have a closed MRI? Seems counterintuitive. <laughs>
1: i'm not getting an mri i'll get blood work that's as far as i'm gonna go i haven't decided my appointments on tuesday so i need to decide how much uh medical advice i'm going to refuse
0: no no that's fair that's fair you want to you want to go in there like ready to fight the doctor i think that's probably good for you and it's probably good for them
1: yeah right because the stairs they don't fucking care they don't care because me going to get an mri for the doctor doesn't involve uh scheduling it, taking a day off of work, driving my ass down to the MRI machine, getting in the machine, the actual process of going through the appointment, which is not comfortable. And then afterwards, they're going to get the results and be like, oh, there's nothing. Fuck you. Pay us a million dollars. All he has to do is write down on a piece of paper, poorly, MRI. MRI. And that's it. Like, that's the extent as it goes for him. So, yeah, that's why they do it. They just order shit all the damn day. Okay. I, I mean, I wouldn't know because I haven't been in the doctor in four years, but that's what I think they do, no, and I don't like it.
0: I, I, I genuinely have to say you're making a lot of very good points that I was not expecting. And honestly, the other problem with the MRI tube is this. If it gets struck by lightning, you get shrunk. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and then it's like you're teeny tiny and like an... Ants are really big and scary. And like, look, you're used to being the aggressor towards ants, right? Yeah,
1: of course. I can't go to running from ants. (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Imagine the situation was reversed. That's not good. There is also like there's a thing where sometimes they take too much of your blood and then you become like all floppy. And, like, you kind of, like, sink into your chair like a big bag of skin. So, you make sure that the bloodsucker machine isn't left on and, like, the nurse goes to, like, get her hot pocket or something.
1: Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen the uh, empty skins. There used to be a series of anti-smoking weed commercials that uh-huh. played when I was a kid. And one of them had two guys, like, sitting on the couch smoking a joint. And they looked, like, exactly like you were describing, like, shells of people with skin with no organs inside. It was like, you're not you when you're high. <laughs>
0: Of course, you're not you when you're high. That's the, yeah, that's point, the point of being high. <laughs> if I liked who I was, I wouldn't need a volcano vaporizer and a garbage bag full of smoke. Okay, let me see if I can give you one more doctor tip. Oh, here's what you should do you should walk in dressed like a doctor. Go to Halloween Town. There's a bunch of them now, and get the strap around your head that's got like the round thing on the top. Get like a doctor's coat. Put a bunch of pens in it. Get like a fake stethoscope. Oh, I'm sorry, Rancho. Yes, you're raising your hand.
1: Oh, oh no, I was just going to ask. A uh, doctors, like one of those little round things yes, that are yes. reflective. Do they still? What is that? What is that for? <laughs> do you know? Yeah, of course I do. What is it? Can I know the answer?
0: Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, is it okay if the answer is a little bit? Risque?
1: Yeah, go ahead.
0: (sighs) It lights up the pussy when you're looking up there for problems. (laughs) It lights up the pussy. It's kind of like, you know how like cave (sighs) spelunkers or like cave divers, they have that like light on the helmet?
1: Oh, that's what it is? It's a light. Here, I was
0: thinking it was just some type of reflective disc. No, well, I mean, yes, but it focuses the natural light from the pussy. Into a focused beam of like white hot energy, and then like you can like look up there and go like, hey, anything stuck up here, and any problems, you go like, hello, hello, hello. So like yeah, that's what it's for.
1: Yeah, that is uh, important to get your pussy uh, ethers checked uh-huh. every yeah. so often. Now if they tell me you did your pussy ethers checked, I'll be like, yeah, oh my god, I'm making an appointment
0: tomorrow. That's serious stuff.
1: Yeah, you got a <laughs> swamp the- monster will come out if I don't keep that in
0: check. You got to get the crystals swapped out in there. You know, you, you got to get the energies recharged. When was the last time you had a, a, a lady appointment? Oh, God, I don't know. Probably the same amount of time. Maybe you should get a lady appointment. Why? Because like, look, when I go to the doctor, I, I pull it out and I'm like, is there anything wrong <laughs> with this? And they're like, "Well, can you please put your pants back on?" And I'm just like, "I'm sorry, this is very important to me. Like, I want (laughs) to make sure I get this done. I want to make sure I get this done first. Is anything wrong here?" And they're like, "All right, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, just please put that Mm. thing away, and I'll I'll put it away very slowly, an inch at a time, because like I really want them to make sure."
1: Yeah, and you got to maintain eye contact with them the whole time to make sure they're not lying.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And I'll be like, "Will it help if I helicopter it around?" So I'll helicopter it around a little bit, and they'll be like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm trying to demonstrate range of motion."
1: Yeah. Well, if you have any complaints about my vagina, keep them to yourself because that's not a fun way to spend an afternoon having somebody dig around in
0: there. I'm just saying. I think you're supposed to get that every year. I think someone's no, supposed are. to put your legs up in the in the leg in the leg cuffs. Those things that, that like, were like, you can't escape. Stirrups. Stirrups, except, which is also what we put on horses, so that's fun. So, you, you know, the, the, stirrups, the stirrups. You know, you're supposed to get in the stirrups and then, uh, and then you know, let someone go to town down there, I assume. I don't know how this stuff works. Uh, yeah, you are supposed to
1: be getting a gynecology appointment once a year, just like you are supposed to be getting a physical appointment. You are supposed to be going to the dentist two times a year. But you know what? Listen, there's a lot of rules. that Society says we should follow that you don't necessarily, that everybody does. Like uh, don't speed, uh, don't let your car go below a quarter of a tank of gas, don't drink when you're pregnant.
0: Pussy rules for babies. No, I get it. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, pussy
1: rules for babies.
0: (laughs) I, you know, I I turned 40, as as we told people on the podcast. So this is the first year that I have to go and get the butt checkup.
1: Oh my God! You're gonna get the butt checkup. I'm
0: absolutely. I'm absolutely not kidding. Yes, I have a. I have a doctor's appointment soon. They're gonna have to look up there, and then if they don't like what they see, it's camera time. And I <laughs> think my butt is camera ready. If anyone has ex- you know a- a- experience on being on television, being on YouTube, it- it's me, baby. So like, I think they're gonna be like, "Wow, what a well composed butt." It's like not moving around too much, but it's also not moving around too little. Very naturalistic. Like, I imagine they're going to give me Blu-ray 4K footage of the inside of my hole, right?
1: Oh, yeah. No, your ass definitely is camera ready. Your ass has been trained. Your ass is... (laughs) Your ass knows to start moving before the principal actors start talking, (laughs) giving their lines so the scene looks more natural. Yeah, it's great. Your ass is really prepared. Did you know that Whitney Way Thor, the fat woman from uh, My Big Fat Fabulous Life, had to get a colonoscopy and she says that she was willingly awake for the whole thing.
0: Wait a minute. It's possible to go to sleep? I don't know how yes. this works. I don't oh, know. Oh
1: Yeah, no, you thought you had to be awake when they rammed a camera up your ass. I thought no, they, they
0: put you to sleep. I thought they just like uh, like numbed the ass and then lubed up one of those cameras and just went to town. I thought I could control the camera with a little PlayStation thing, like player one, player two kind of thing. No, you got to go to sleep?
1: And then they keep sending it deeper and deeper, like the uh, magic school bus. I just, what if there's... What if
0: there's something up there that's the cause of all my problems? I've got problems and I've been looking for a solution to my problems. Oh, by the way, one of the things I'm talking to my therapist about is I'm concerned I might have ADHD. Unlike everyone else on the internet who does not have ADHD, who just (laughs) thinks they do. I think I might actually have ADHD. And my proof is this. I've had on my to-do list to take an ADHD test for about a month now, and I just keep putting it off. Oh, awesome. Yeah, let's do it on the show. How about that? That's the only way I think I'm going to take this ADHD test is if if I take it on the, do you want to find out if you have ADHD? Yeah,
1: I'll take an ADHD. I'm pretty sure I don't, but I'll take that. And if it's not funny, I'll take a schizophrenia test, too. I think I might have a touch of schizophrenia.
0: Okay. All right. Well, uh, All right. let me pull up this ADHD test. All right. What I've got here is the Copeland symptom list for adult attention deficit disorder. It says this checklist was developed From the experience of many specialists in the field of ADHD and hyperactivity, it is designed to help determine whether you or someone you are rating has ADHD or ADD, and uh, please mark all statements. Blah blah blah. Okay, so this test, I tell you, this looks pretty legit, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's confusing. It looks legit. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's it's a PDF. It's all nice. There's nice tables and things like that. Okay, there's a bunch of questions here. Let's just go through some of them and then we, and we'll see how we're doing. All right. What, what's the okay. first question?
1: The it says not questions. It's a list of symptoms. Okay. And we're supposed to say on a scale of zero to three, with three being the most severe how um much this is us okay so number one is short attention span especially for low interest activities
0: oh i'd say a three i don't if i don't want to do it i'm not going to do it and i don't want to do it so fuck that
1: yeah this is so fucking stupid that's why all of these tests are bad it's like who doesn't not want to pay attention to something they're not interested in that's so fucking dumb i'm gonna say two though like, because okay. I don't have problems making it through, like, the work day. And I sure as shit don't want to do that.
0: You don't have... Pro- I have severe problems making it through the work day. Like, sometimes instead of doing my work, I will go to sleep because of how much I don't want to do my work. And then I'll wake up the next morning at 5 a.m. to do my work before it's due at 9. Yeah, that's pretty That's pretty crazy, Chief. Yeah, I, I, I just... I don't want to do it. I can't bring myself to do it. All right. I guess... I
1: guess for the next one, difficulty
0: completing tasks. Oh, uh, well. What do you give yourself for that? I mean, I would give myself a 10 if I could, but but definitely number three. I mean, the only way I found to do this ADHD test was to turn it into content. Like, otherwise I would not have done this. So I'm going to give myself another three. How about you?
1: Um I feel like I'm just got a degree of laziness. Like things that I don't complete, tasks that I don't complete are usually not due to like the day slipping away from me. Usually it's like an active attempt to not do them. So I'm going to say one.
0: Okay. I mean like I have an active attempt not cuz I'm just like it scares me like a lot of times with the with the podcast like I will be dreading it up until the moment we're recording. Or, or, like, if I have to go to work or if I have to go to the doctor or if I have to go see a movie or, like, anything. Like, hang out with a friend. It's like my whole life is hoping for a snow day.
1: Why are you making these plans then? Like, okay, you have to go to work. I get that. Nobody likes that. Everybody's got to do that. But, like, if you're this upset about, like, going to the movies...
0: Why are you making plans to go to the movies? Because I know it's, like, important to try to make friends and see movies. It's like, if I just did what I would do naturally, it would be to lie in bed all day, doom scrolling on my phone. So I'm like, all right, I have to go to the gym. But, like, dragging myself to the gym is like a fucking knife fight with myself every time.
1: Yeah, it feels like that's what you're, you're like, oh, what if I, what I do naturally is lie in bed and doom scroll? It sounds like that's what you're doing, <laughs> If you're having so much trouble taking an online ADHD test from the folks at Copeland, what on earth are you doing with your time if it's not work? And you're putting off uh, going to the movies to the last possible second. What are you doing? Because I have a feeling I know what you're doing.
0: <laughs> it's, I read a lot of wrestling gossip online. I go to that's like not I That's scrolling. That's great. Well, it, i mean, okay, that's fair. But I go to like six different websites and then I look at all the gossip and I try to see which gossip overlaps cuz the, then it, those stories seem more true to me. All right, well look. look. I feel attacked. I feel attacked. <laughs> what's the third? What's the third test? I feel attacked. A daydreaming. I don't really daydream. I have day nightmare. All of a sudden, uh, my like my head will turn off to the left, and I'll just like imagine being old and unaccomplished and depressed. Like I'll imagine like nobody going to my funeral, or like I'll I'll imagine what I'll say at my dad's funeral. Like I feel like my whole life I've been writing my dad's eulogy. Is that daydreaming? Oh my god,
1: that's so sad. So is that what a one or two
0: or three or what? What are we talking about?
1: I'm giving you a three. Dr. Sriracha is telling you three. All right. What's the
0: next question?
1: Uh, Easily distracted.
0: I mean. Not a question. I mean, yeah. Everything's better than the thing I don't want to do, which is the thing that will help me. Writing comedy, completing work, (laughs) applying for jobs. I'll go two. And not everything could be a three.
1: Item number five: nicknames such as "spacey" or "dreamer." I guess that other people give to you.
0: Oh, that's a zero. No, that's definitely a zero. I uh, I don't really know a lot of people, so they would like like. There's really nobody to give me these nicknames, so that's a zero for sure.
1: Oh my fucking god! This next one engages in much activity but accomplishes nothing. Sounds like a fortune cookie that I should get
0: every single time. (laughs) You're giving yourself a three for that one.
1: Yes, that describes my entire life. You know,
0: I don't engage in much activity, and I accomplish little. So I'm going to give myself a zero for this.
1: Enthusiastic beginnings, but poor endings. Yeah, I'm going to have to give myself another three. No, no, definitely (laughs) a
0: three for that. Like, the other night, in the middle of the night, I woke up, and I was like, oh my god, I've got this great idea for a novel. And now it's just one of 20 open tabs I have.
1: Yeah, it's sad, but I'm the same way. I'm the exact same way. All right, now we get to section number 2, which is called impulsivity. Okay. Uh excitability.
0: Do you, Zero to three. do you think I'm excitable? Yeah, I do. Okay. I think I'm a very excited person. You know how sometimes I'll walk around town with you and I'll be like, oh, there's a new coffee shop over here. You've got to see it. Oh, this, oh, there's the, this nail salon has birds in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: a r- little annoying. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I can imagine it is. But for me, I think I'm showing you like very important things. I'll be like, look, this restaurant has a new sign. And you'll be like, I don't we don't like that restaurant. I'm like, yeah, but look, there's a new neon sign. Oh, look,
1: there's a new trash can. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What do we do? New trash cans are cool. Because like, <sighs> sometimes those old trash cans, it's like they really stink. It's like you should replace your trash cans. Remember how excited I was when you came home from your last vacation and I had bought a stepladder? Oh, yeah.
1: I love that stepladder,
0: though. Yeah, exactly. See? You didn't think we needed a stepladder.
1: But we do. It turns out we did. Yeah, exactly. Because exa- now I can get closer to the
0: ceiling. Now we don't have to put a rolling desk chair <laughs> on top of a bed to change a light bulb. We can put a stepladder on top of the bed.
1: I'm like amazed nobody killed
0: ourselves no, doing that. No, I've got very good balance. If I get, if My balance would be a three, two. Okay, what's the next question?
1: Low frustration tolerance.
0: I would give myself a three for this because sometimes if my devices don't work, I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. Like, we didn't have a show last week because suddenly out of nowhere, my computer refused to accept two Logitech cameras even though it had for the previous two weeks. And I was so angry. I was like, I got to go back to sleep. (laughs) I feel like
1: low frustration tolerance. You should, when you're answering that question, not think about computer shit or like customer service shit, because those are the two constants of the
0: world that always suck shit. You shouldn't think about that. That's all I think about when I think of low frustration tolerance. Like sometimes I'll be at a deli and there'll be no one in line, and there'll be four people behind the counter all doing different shit, and no one will even say hi to me or be like, hey, we'll get with you in a second, and I'll be like, I'm going to burn this deli to the ground. And all of you are going to be charred corpses at the end of this. How dare you do this to me? I am taking this exceptionally personally. Is that <laughs> yeah. normal? Is that, no. what, what, is that on the test? I'm going to think you're going to have to give yourself a three. Okay. They're I'm going to give myself a three. How about you? How do you react? to? Do you have low tolerance for whatever? I feel, no,
1: no, I don't think so. Do I? You have do h- I get frustrated?
0: No, you seem really chill all the time.
1: Yeah, this is not, I am not a very, I mean, sometimes I guess I can be impulsive, but not in that. I don't think that's, I don't think low frustration tolerance is a problem for me. So I'm going to go zero for that one. Okay. But the next one acts with before thinking, I will give myself a two because I do do that and I need to stop.
0: I'll give myself a three because everybody's always thinking and thinking and it's like, oh, I'm playing. It's like, you just got to do stuff. Everyone's always like thinking, what are the consequences of this? It's like, well, you know, we could sit here all day and like map out the best thing or I could just do something and it'll probably work. And if it doesn't, I'll figure out what to do to fix it. Just let me do it.
1: Right, like there's one of my pet peeves and I don't know why this bothers me so much is people who just like, create obstacles for themselves between things it just it frustrates me to no absolutely no fucking end when i see people with like opportunities that they go ahead and block themselves from and then complain about like ah let me think of an example like i had this friend A while back, her she's constantly complaining about her job. I I never talk about her on the show. It's not like the friends that work at the that have the other funny ghetto ass jobs. But this girl, she works in like HR. hates her fucking job. hates it. can't stand it. Constantly complaining about the people that work there and the pay and shit. So her boss, uh, got promoted and got promoted into another company, and she was like pretty tight with this guy. So he's like, yeah, I have a lot of sway in the hiring decisions of this company. Here's my business business card. And I was like, "You need to send him an email like as soon as humanly possible like to ask about a new job." And she's like, she would like just piss her out to make an excuse like "Eh, I don't know if I know him that well I was like dude don't like here's an opportunity you need to at least attempt to take it to change your situations if you're going to put up artificial barriers between you and what it's going to take to leave your job I really don't want to hear you constantly complaining about it which is I get like shit happens sometimes like shit happens sometimes you have to work a crappy job like I get that and I'm not saying that I'm annoyed because she's complaining i'm annoyed because there's like these like it, people that come up with the reasons to not do things it, it, i just hate like too much planning and nothing ever gets done you know
0: you know you're describing yourself right like really? per- perfectly like i'm not gonna go into too much detail here but rancho wrote a very popular television commercial Oh, and this again. <laughs> she wrote it in an afternoon. She sent it to someone she didn't think it was a big deal. The next thing you know, it's everywhere, this commercial. And I'm like, you should email the production company and be like, hey, it's great that our commercial did well. And you should email your bosses and you should start like talking to people and being like, hey, I'm the one who wrote this commercial. How can I help take this commercial success to the next level? And I had to fucking twist your arm to just send Very basic emails and slacks. Agree or disagree? Uh, Agree wholeheartedly, but see, here's the difference in the
1: situations we're describing. How often do I complain? That I want to do a bunch more oh, commercials, you don't and I love it. No, you don't. This is just the situation you're describing. Is me dragging my feet because you're trying to overfunction in my career for me? Like, yeah, uh, if I was strong-armed, yeah. When you strong arm people into doing things, they're not too keen to
0: uh, push the timeline on them. Overfunctioning in your career for you. That's a phrase I've never heard, and describes me exactly. I wish I could climb inside your career and pilot like <laughs> a little robot. You're so good at advertising and writing and all this stuff. Yeah. I always get these like emails for jobs and things like that, and I send them to you, and you're like, "I, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna apply." And I'm like, "Oh, Rachel, come on!"
1: I mean, because I've got a pretty good thing going here, man. Like, make my own hours, make pretty good money. It's a more doing it. I could drop whatever I'm doing and just go to Joshua <laughs> <laughs> Tree
0: for uh, three man. weeks. That's, like, look, what
1: more do I need? I like my job. Look,
0: that's true. It's just there's so much money out there from stupid idiots. And I feel like you could be grabbing it. It's like, you're so talented. Your whole life is like being in one of those booths where the money's flying around. And you're like, I'd rather, oh, right, you're a millennial. You guys prize experiences over money.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I, th- I think I do. Uh, not over money, over like buying things I guess like I don't know that's what they say about millennials but I like stuff too
0: you like stuff I love my stuff all right well look let look agree to disagree let's move on to the next question what's the next question
1: okay let's see here the next question is disorganization
0: do you think I'm disorganized
1: yes I think that you are the most – I'm going to give you a four for that. I know that's not possible, but I'm giving you a four because you are so disorganized, both mentally and physically, that I have no idea how you survive.
0: I'll tell you how I survive on the kindness of other people is the only way I survive. The only way I survive is by essentially being an open book and going like, I have severe problems. <laughs> I can't accomplish anything It's incredibly hard for me to just get in front of a microphone and riff every week. Please, please forgive me. I promise I'll die soon. That's kind of, that's my modus operandi.
1: Yeah, no, you know what? You survive on the kindness of strangers. And by that, I mean specifically the kindness of the strangers that uh, run and maintain Google Calendar.
0: Oh my God, yes.
1: You have to put like everything down in your g cal or else you'll completely forget yeah
0: i put down like call mom in my google calendar and mom does not like that i do that but like (laughs) i'll be on the phone with her and she'll be like oh call me next week and we'll talk about blank and i'll have to be like mom i need to write this down right now so i don't forget and she'll be like you can't remember to call your mother i'm like yes i'm sorry i can't i can't are you disorganized
1: um no Okay. No, All not right. not with stuff that matters. No, bro. I am like uh like in certain areas I'm a little bit messy. Like I leave shit around the house sometimes, but when it comes to like financial records and like client stuff i am incredibly i am so organized that i created this um incredibly acoustic system mm-hmm. where i reward myself for completing my daily task using a series of uh, formula calculations that i created while high that's like ge- I can earn so many gems for a certain task and then i can also earn shards for small repeatable tasks and shards can convert to gems and then at the end of the week if i have so many gems and shards i can uh reward myself by buying something impulsive and stupid
0: is that why you have so many purses in this apartment (laughs) yes she has all these purses she has some of them just in a closet and i'm just like what why don't you use that purse I'm
1: a lady. I like fashion and fashion items. Eat shit. Why do you have
0: a billion copies of your own book? Because the publisher went out of business and I bought all the stock for a dollar a book. Oh, damn. (laughs) Okay. Well, that was not a one-to-one equivalent. No, it it certainly wasn't. All right. Look, a lot of these questions I'm realizing are duplicates. Like right after disorganization is the question poor planning ability. So how about this? Let's just go up and down this thing and just ask each other the questions that we find interesting because I'm getting really bored of this test. I, 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 I don't, I'm just having trouble focusing on like completing this test like the way they want me to complete it. So I'm going to invent my own way to do this test. Is that OK? You know
1: what? I'm going to Google Copeland because I, call, I think Copeland intentionally made this test super fucking boring because they want to diagnose more people with ADHD.
0: That's possible. OK. All right. So all right, so here here we go. Interrupts frequently. Do I interrupt you frequently? (laughs) You
1: sure do. I do. do, And I do too. (laughs) Really? I'm sorry. Oh my god. It's not your fault. It's uh, you can hear it a lot on this podcast. Really? (laughs) Sometimes, yeah. I mean, but it's not. I don't think you're doing it on purpose.
0: Okay. All right. Do all right. So we're both gonna give each other three for interrupts. People frequently. Oh, I interrupt you frequently? No, I thought you said you did. I don't think you interrupt me frequently.
1: Oh, no, I just wanted to hear your opinion on my interrupting frequency, if you had strong opinions on it. But, yeah, I do think I interrupt you a lot. I have taken to, I have trained myself to say, sorry, I interrupted you anytime I interrupt anybody, because I don't want to be that person that just, like, train, like, steam trains over what
0: other people were saying. No, I think you're cool. I don't think you interrupt people frequently. Excessive talking.
1: Do you think I suffer from excessive talking? Uh you have a podcast, so yes. Yeah,
0: I'm okay, we'll both get threes for that.
1: Yeah, everybody who has a podcast gets a three for that
0: one. Alright, excellent. Lethargic. Yes. I'm very Ooh, there's I relate very I relate to Garfield a lot.
1: Oh, okay. Here's some underachievement. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> okay uh frequent job changes
0: yes three loses things keys wallets lists yes loggings. definitely definitely poor handwriting poor handwriting yeah i fucking hate handwriting i just i can't wait to get to the end of the sentence i'm so bored handwriting like i write all big and all fat. it's like i'm a fucking doctor like my handwriting sucks so much because it sucks how about you
1: Oh, my handwriting is terrible, but I don't care. I can write in cursive really well though. Oh, that's well, my like one secret talent is I have like really nice cursive writing.
0: Look, if I wanted to sit down and do the handwriting properly, I'd have maybe the word. like yeah, I think I'm a calligrapher, but I don't want to.
1: I can't I can't write like in script in a uh, print. Uh, my, my handwriting looks like piss.
0: Immaturity, I'll give myself a three. Sees things from own point of view, does not negotiate differences well. Well, yeah, because everyone else is wrong. If they just like would do what I suggested, we'd all be fine. We'd be better than fine.
1: Hey, low frustration tolerance is on here twice. This is bullshit. Ah,
0: but you see low frustration, one of them is under impaired family relations. And one of them is under impulsivity. Very different categories.
1: And there's another one under emotional difficulties. It literally says uh, low frustration tolerance again.
0: But it's paired with excessive emotional reaction, which is the reaction you're having to how many times they talk about low frustration tolerance.
1: Yeah, maybe I need to up my score on the other low frustration tolerance because uh, I, I don't know, I feel like if we're including excessively emotional reactions in that, I do that and I I don't like it and it embarrasses me, but I do, I feel like I feel my emotions in in a depth that is not normal or healthy.
0: Yeah, no, me too. I feel like my emotions are so loud and I can't turn them off. I feel like the happiest of happies and the saddest of sads. Like, whenever I go to see a movie, I have to go to the bathroom, like, three times. Because, like, sometimes stuff will be happening. And I'll just be like, yeah, this is too much. I don't like all this arguing. I'm going to go take another piss. I'm going to go refill my soda. I'll come back in when things are a little bit calmer. That's why I like these Marvel movies. You always know what you're going to get.
1: How the fuck did you make it through
0: film school? I remember this one time in film school when they showed us a scene from this movie called The Piano. There's like a mentally challenged girl playing the piano, and her dad is about to chop her hands off with an axe, and I ran out of the room.
1: Jesus. Well, why were they showing you that? Were you supposed to like write an essay about it or something?
0: I don't know. It was probably about. Tension, or t- it was probably the day we learned about hand chopping. I don't know. Look, film school's weird, okay? Sometimes I'll show you hand chopping scenes.
1: Yeah, I want to know more about film
0: school. <laughs> you'll have to grade it. You'll, you'll be, you know, you'll have to be like, you know, did this lady deserve to have her hands chopped off? Like, do we think the guy like swung with enough force that it would have cleanly chopped the hands off? Do you think that maybe this required multiple chops? Was this piano playing so bad that it required a hand chopping?
1: Well, it can someone play the piano so poorly that you got to chop? <laughs> yeah.
0: She played the piano. Great. I think that was a problem. I think the dad was like, I could never play the piano as good as you. It's chopping time. And I remember when the dad said, quote, it's chopping time.
1: Maybe the dad had ADHD and he was embarrassed by how uh, his daughter with a learning disability could stick to her plan and play the piano every day and improve. And his sloppy, poor handwriting is all he has to show for himself.
0: Yeah. Poor dad. Now I'm a, now I'm on the si- side of the chopping dad.
1: You know, Asterio, so we can all say that we never chop anyone, but at the end of the day, sometimes you just gotta chop.
0: You don't know how you're gonna react until you've got the axe in one hand and your daughter's piano in the other.
1: Exactly. You can't say whether or not you chop somebody's hands off until they're playing p- piano poorly
0: in front of you. Or exceptionally well. I think it was exceptionally well. It's not like she was oh, playing okay. chopsticks, the racist piano song. Okay, <laughs> anyway, moving on. On. Bosses other people around wants to be a leader. I don't want to be a leader. I am a leader. I'm the leader. And if everybody just did things the way that they're supposed to be done, I would be out of this deli with my rye bagel by now.
1: Does not negotiate differences well. Sees things from own point of view. I, what, what does that mean?
0: You know that like if you want to go to the movies... And someone else wants to go to the fun park. You want to strangle them until they uh, listen to you.
1: Well, yeah, the fun park fucking su- The movies fucking sucks. The stairs is running out and pissing all over the place every five minutes.
0: Thank God they have free refills. Goodness gracious. Spends an excessive amount of time at work because of inefficiency. Oh, my God. I would do that all the time. I'd be at the office till 1 a.m. Because I'd be putting off my work all day. And the only time I could do it was when everyone else was gone and things were finally quiet.
1: Why? What would you do all day? Just hang out talking to people? Or would you get on the internet? Because you had an open office plan. I would get on
0: the internet, read about wrestling a lot. Read a lot about <laughs> wrestling. You know, catch up on wrestling gossip, wrestling news. You
1: must know a lot about wrestling. I do know a lot about
0: Of course. I'm wearing a wrestling shirt right now that you got me for my birthday.
1: Oh, yeah. The, uh, what's it called? The British... The uh, Batchamania shirt. This
0: shirt fits really well, by the way. Thank you. I love this shirt. I'm glad you like it. All right. Underreactive to pain or insensitive to danger. I'll figure it out. Like, I'm going to cross the street and you're going to deal with it. And if you can't deal with it, fuck you.
1: Yeah, I would say insensitive to danger would describe the person that chases cars. And tries to get, because they were mean to him or something.
0: Yeah. And one of these days I'm going to catch that car, pull that driver right out of the driver's side window and go, hey. You hurt my feelings, so I'm going to hurt your face.
1: Yeah, I'd say that's insensitive to danger. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: Maybe okay. I'm too sensitive to danger, but it seems pretty dangerous to me. Okay, all right. And then finally, poor manager of money, the only way that I found to become good with money was to continue to advance in an advertising career until I had enough money. That my mistakes and errors carried less weight. Uh, How about you? Do you think you're a poor manager of money?
1: I am. That is my one thing in this world that I am like the best at is managing my own money. Really? Uh, Yes, uh huh. I'm very good at making and saving money when you earn more money. I think about that frequently. When you earn, you have at least some level of disposable income. Like, the world in general is so much less stressful, it's really, really fucking nuts. But you can, you can fuck up. Like, where you and I are in our careers, we can fuck up, and we are not held to as high of a standard. So, I don't feel like this is a fair question. Like, if because if you work at McDonald's. You know, what's a fuck up it could be like buying a 50 dollar uh ebay bracelet meanwhile i've spent 80 dollars other week on a giant hunk of garnet just because i thought it looked pretty like that was a fuck up i don't fucking need that thing i need 80 dollars more than i need 10 pounds of garnet but who gives a shit
0: to be fair it's a sphere It is a sphere. Rancho bought a ten pound garnet sphere. And I think that's gonna power our hopes and dreams. Like, we need to get like a column for it. Remember that like classic picture of President Donald John Trump touching the orb with the Saudi Arabians? Yeah. We need an official well, orb. Well, we're getting an orb. You you spent $80 on this orb. What were you going to max out at on eBay for this orb? Like, what was your go-home price?
1: Well, I was. it was not a bidding thing. It was oh, an auction. But buy it now. Okay. But I, you could make a best offer. So uh-huh. at first, I offered the guy something ridiculous like $50 for the 10-pound guard at spare. But we worked together, and I got it.
0: All right, you got it to eighty. Got him to eighty. Okay, I, look I, I, again. This seems like you're a very good manager of money. If you manage to like successfully negotiate down the price of a ten pounds of a stone, you don't need to live.
1: Exactly. Don't need it even a little bit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but
1: but you know what? Damn it, Asterios? I want it. And you know what, fuckers, listen, listen, audience. I would like to make one thing clear. I know you know this, Asterius, but I want to make sure that they know this. I do not think that they're magic. I just think they're pretty. They're not medicine. I just like them.
0: They're very pretty.
1: I think They're it's pretty. cool. That,
0: I think it's cool that you have a rock collection. I really enjoyed when we went to Joshua Tree and we went around buying rocks. We went to different rock stores. And sure. Do you store your adventuring in a plastic bag with a $20 bill and a bunch of coins because you feel the adventuring likes hanging out with the money seeing as adventuring is a rock that's supposed to bring you financial success. Yes, you do. Do you you know, you talk about that for a second.
1: Yeah, I do. I have in my purse, what I'm using as a wallet now cuz I uh lost my wallet when I had to run from a shooting. It <laughs> is a
0: small
1: uh plastic bag, like a small bag that you might get a piece of uh, jewelry in the mail mm-hmm. in and inside that bag, I have cash A piece of adventuring rock and then a piece of tiger's eye, which is also a um, stone that is supposed to bring financial prosperity according to people who I don't believe... But um, I also previously had a credit card in there. But I was like, Mm -hmm. do the Rocks know that the credit card is money? I don't think they do. So I took it out.
0: I feel like the Rocks know the credit card is money because Rocks are money. That's what gold is and silver and platinum and bronze. Like... Our pennies were rocks. Yeah, it's like rocks have been around
1: for aeons. A- the And yes. kind of, what is money in a society changes so frequently. I feel like these rocks, like if you say that they're money, they're like, okay, like they're not going to dig too deep into it or question you.
0: Rocks invented money. You used to be able to go to a bank and give them like these pieces of paper and then they would give you rocks. Like rocks get it. I think they get it. Rocks get it. Okay, well, I stopped keeping score at some point because it was boring. Uh, how about yeah. you?
1: Not only was it boring, but we also uh, did not, we started enthusiastically and did not finish. Yeah, I mean, I've, look, I get it.
0: I get it at this point. This isn't looks good. Like, looks like you got ADD, Stereos. What are you going to do? Okay, I might have a, might have AD, ADD or ADHD. There's another condition I'm afraid I have. What is it? It's a condition that often pairs with ADD or ADHD. I've been listening to a lot of ADD, ADHD podcasts. And by the way, you're not allowed to listen to those listeners. You don't have ADD or ADHD. You're just looking for an identity. I have ADD or ADHD. I do and you don't. Anyway, somebody brought up the word like oppositional on one of these podcasts. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but it seems to describe me perfectly. I looked it up. There's this thing called oppositional defiant disorder. And uh, here are some of the uh, symptoms of it. Symptoms of ODD may include being easily annoyed by others, arguing a lot with adults. And if you've ever seen me at the uh, post office, you'll know that that does happen because They charge different things every time I go in on these envelopes. And I'm so scared that they're going to, like, rip off some old lady. It's just like, guys, get your shit together back there. And I'll pull up, like, the post office's own codes. Like, I have PDFs on my phone. Well, anyway, I don't want to bore you with this. And then finally, seeking revenge or being spiteful or vindictive. So I brought up to my therapist. I'm like, well, you know, my corporation's called Spite Incorporated. And for a while, I sold t-shirts with the word spite on them. And <laughs> what did you say to that? Yeah, you might have oppositional defiance disorder.
1: I mean, it sounds like it. It sounds like something like, because I've seen you chase
0: after cars. It's, I, I mean, that's not something normal people do. Isn't it something normal people should do? If a driver disrespects you, it's up to you to chase them down. And again, let them know how hurt your feelings are. By using your briefcase as a sort of grappling hook, to like to wrap around them and pull them out of the driver's side door or window, yeah. rather.
1: And then when they shoot you in the face, you can uh, think about whatever daydreams you want
0: on the ride to the hospital. Ah, but who's in my will? That's right, my nieces, and then they'll be fine. Uh, Mr. Plant
1: Egg, <laughs> he's a millionaire. <laughs>
0: I could bore and, I could bore you people with my depressing thoughts all day, or I could tell you some nice stories. How about that? You want to hear some nice stories?
1: Yeah, I'd like to hear some nice stories,
0: please. Okay. Actually, I don't know why I call them nice stories. I should call them niece stories, because these are all stories about my nieces. <laughs> nice niece stories. Nice niece stories. So look, I've been babysitting my nieces more. Um, I've been babysitting them a lot, like once a week now, uh, because both my brother and sister-in-law... They are, like, very important parts of New York City's health and social safety net. Like, if they don't show up to work, someone dies. If I don't show up to work, nothing happens and maybe no one notices?
1: Oh, yeah. Sometimes I don't even notice that I'm supposed to be at work. (laughs) I'll wake up and start doing something else and then look at the clock
0: and be like, oh, fuck. It's, like, 11 o'clock. I better get on Slack. That's how unimportant advertising (laughs) is. yes you know so so i you know i gotta be there at like seven in the morning because like that's when like my one of my brothers goes to the hospital or whatever and so like i got i get there the other morning and i go like hey i'll make you guys some breakfast i'll make you some chocolate chip pancakes and then I i go to them i go your parents work really hard why don't we do something nice for them let's wash some dishes and let's clean up the apartment a little let's make this place look nice for your parents when they get home. And you know what my nieces said? Up yours. They said, absolutely not. They said, (laughs) quote, we don't do chores. We will never do chores.
1: Oh my God. They were so
0: insulted that I brought this up. They said, washing dishes sucks. And I said, (laughs) yeah, look, I know washing dishes sucks, but your parents, they work really hard. And one of my nieces said, Hey, that's just life. Oh
1: my god, holy shit! These kids need to get off the internet.
0: <laughs> and the other niece said, "Well, that's too bad." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just fucking washing dishes, in the guy, I'm getting soap all over the goddamn place. And um, and so I wrote a list of things that I wanted to do with my nieces because I'm like, I gotta watch for eight hours. I don't want them to get bored. And so I wrote a a, a list of things I wanted to do with them. And the first thing on my list was I wanted to teach them a curse word. Okay. Because I thought it'd be funny if like their parents come home and all of a sudden they're saying this curse. I'm like, that's what uncles do. They teach curse words. So so I sit them both down and I go, have you guys ever heard the word crap? (laughs) And they both immediately got scared. It was the cutest thing in the world. It was like I was invoking some sort of demonic curse. It, it like like I was saying the name of uh, Voldemort or something. Like they got so scared, and I'm like, I'm like, no, no, no good guys. It's a, it's a fun word. Like here's how you use it. You go like you tell your dad to like cut the crap and give me my allowance, or you tell your teacher like this grade's a load of crap, and they both got so scared they left the room.
1: Oh my God! What were they scared? Like you invoked the crap demon? Did somebody get in serious trouble for saying the word crap one time?
0: It, it had to be something like that, where the, like they knew a kid and the kid said crap in front of the teacher and then was never allowed at that school again. Like was never found again. Yes, yeah, something must have happened with the word crap. But then a couple hours later, they're playing Stardew Valley and they're throwing the word damn all over the place. <laughs> Like, one of my nieces was like, she went, I can't get this damn Alex to like me. My God. And the other one was like, where are the damn pretzel rods? And I'm so confused. (gasps) They're using damn, look, not perfectly, but they're using (laughs) damn pretty well. (laughs) One of them is so upset that Alex won't like her. And so I say like, why don't you tell Alex to cut the crap? And she closed the laptop and left the room again. <laughs> Holy shit!
1: I really want to know the association with the word crap and what happened there. Your brother threatened to like kill the kids if they said the word crap or
0: something. No, I mean no. My ki- the kids actually regularly threaten to kill my brother. Like um. <laughs> All right, but but I'll talk about that later. Okay, so I'm watching my niece. Like, one of them's like three, one of them's five. Watching my older niece play Stardew Valley. And she's she's not like gardening. She's not like chopping down trees. She's not fishing. Her favorite thing to do is to go to the bar. She waits all day. She's waiting for 6 p.m. in Stardew Valley so she can go to the bar. She loves going to the bar. She loves hanging out all night. Here's a du- at the bar. Here's a direct quote from her. She loves waiting till the bar closes, then following the bartender home and quote creeping on her.
1: What the fuck? Wait, what does that mean? What does that mean?
0: I had the same question. I was like, "What do you mean by creeping?" Because like I wasn't expecting that to be like a verb a kid would know. Like I creep, he creep, she creep, we all creep. So she goes, "I'll show you." So she walks up to the bartender in the middle of the night, and the bartender goes, "Dot dot dot, you're scaring me." And my niece was like, <laughs> "Mission accomplished." <laughs> she thinks that's why you play Stardew Valley to harass the bartender.
1: To terrorize the villagers? Wow, your nieces are
0: based. Yeah, no, no. I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, I've never thought of that. You could really, you could terrify everyone in Stardew Valley. So I brought over, the next time I went to see her, I brought over another video game uh, that does not involve stalking. It's called (sighs) Kirby's Dream Buffet. Uh Uh-oh. And they were like, oh, God, not Kirby. Kirby. Isidore loves Kirby. All Isidore talks about is Kirby. And of course, I'm like, who the fuck is Isidore? What are you talking about? <laughs> Who's is Isidore? Who's Isidore? Who is Isidore? I didn't know. that's such so, so strong feelings. And they say they've got this one friend of theirs named Isidore, Izzy. Izzy's obsessed with Kirby and always insists that when they play pretend that he gets to be Kirby and Izzy will go, I'm Kirby, and you too can be my Waddle D moms. Waddle D mobs? Moms, M O M S, because they're because they're both girls, they're my nieces, and Isidore is like, well, you're girls, so you should be Kirby's mom, but Kirby's mom isn't a Kirby, it's two waddle Ds. Bah, the kid sounds like no fun to play with. <laughs> Whenever he loses when they're playing pretend, he'll go like, no. My birthday's coming up, and so Kirby wins. And I started to get I was like, okay, I need to be a little bit careful here because I don't want to teach them how much fun bullying is.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's a great opportunity to. Hey kids, have you heard of a uh, have you heard of a mental condition called Ah, time to do your interrupting thing. If you want to stop. (laughs) Okay, look, look,
0: look, look, look. I I know, I know. And I I mean, look, all I can think is like, this kid's a wiener. And like, you (laughs) could have so much fun, like just going up to him and going like, Kirby died. Last night, it was all over Twitter. Kirby died. Kirby inhaled something too big. And Kirby had a heart attack and died. Like, you could get this kid to cry in the middle of class. Like, um, and they already know the word sucks because they said washing dishes sucks. And I'm like, there's like a fun double entendre with, with Kirby there. But I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay, no, no, no. Just see if we can be nice. So I go like, well, you know, kids become obsessed with stuff sometimes. Like when I was a kid. Yeah, a lot of my classmates pretended to be Sonic the Hedgehog and they would run around pretending to be Sonic and they were crazy about Sonic the Hedgehog. And my nieces were like, who's Sonic the Hedgehog? And I had never been prouder of them or their father and mother in my life.
1: Oh my God, they're going to have such a good
0: life. Ideally, they will never find out who Sonic the Hedgehog is. Like That's my fondest wish. If I could protect my nieces As long as possible from growing up in a world (laughs) where Sonic has a alligator friend with chains around his neck and there's a sexy bat girl who's drawn cartoonishly inappropriately like then i'll have done my job as an uncle i feel
1: yeah i mean uh think about it at least you know how we were taking an adhd test earlier at least we know that they don't have it because they passed
0: they (laughs) don't know who sonic the hedgehog is that should be the one and only question on the test
1: yeah that is the only question is do you have a sonic oc and when you say no then you're like okay you don't have autism you could leave (laughs) no or you don't have adhd
0: No, no, that's that sounds great. So I so I'm trying to put this in terms that they will understand. And so I go like, hey, remember niece? Remember that one time that you were so obsessed with Moana? That you would just go into closets and close the door and sing songs for Moana. And if we tried to get you out of the closet or sing the songs along with you, you would scream at us and say, no, only I'm Moana. Only <laughs> I can sing the songs. All you are allowed to do is listen to me sing the Moana songs.
1: Kids are so fucking weird.
0: <laughs> she she didn't appreciate me bringing that up so she was like i never did that i never did that and i was like no remember christmas i caught you just in the hallway talking to the walls about the heart of defeat and (laughs) because i just one time she like like i run into her and she's like no the heart of defeat needed to restore the balance She's just doing that
1: thing where she's rehearsing a conversation that she has to have with somebody in the future. It's like you, ever, you never do that in the shower. Like she's practicing the insults she's going to throw out when that uh, bitch ass ar- kindergartner argues with her over Moana Cannon.
0: I mean, look, unless she's a- about to have a conversation with Maui about being trapped. Like, I'm not really sure what conversation all these Moana specifics would help in.
1: Probably like a conversation about Moana with another kid. Maybe there's a kid at her school who thinks that uh,
0: Maui is the best character
1: and she's ready to put them in their fucking place. No, that's
0: true. No, no, no. Moana's a better character than Maui. Mo- Maui's very one-dimensional. No, Okay, you isn't a good point. So like I bring all this up to her, and she eventually cracks and tells me that, well, Moana rules, and <laughs> it's okay to know all this stuff about Moana because Moana's awesome. And then I bring up to her that actually Kirby rules – Because Kirby's new mouthful mode allows him to eat an entire car and then drive around like a car. And then the argument's about to get heated, at which point my old brother comes home and my older niece immediately drop kicks him in the ass. (laughs) What? This is... Remember before when I was like, my nieces are mean to my brother? One of my nieces just regularly punches him in the stomach and butt why I don't Why does he let her do that I don't know but when it happens I'll kind of call it out I'll be like hey why are you always uh punching and wrestling your father and trying to tackle your father and trying to put your father in a headlock?" she be like I don't know I'll be like what is it are you mad at him usually we drop kick our father in the ass for a reason <laughs> She don't know. That's just the way it's always been with her. She sees her dad. She attacks her dad. <laughs> like a dog. Like a dog like- or like the Asian American stereotype character in the Pink Panther films. But no matter what, I guess I'm kind of proud of her for doing that. I, like, it seems like no one's going to mess with her because she, she'll get them. Like yeah. I like, I'm suddenly remembering that she was like the biggest kindergartner by far, and so like my parents had to teach her like not to play too rough with other people because she's like an Amazon niece.
1: Oh, really? oh, yeah, no, she is tall for her age.
0: Yeah, pretty soon, if I ask her to wash the dishes, she's probably gonna break the dirty ones over my head. I gotta be. She's careful She's just with gonna these beat kids. the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I got, I got I to be, I gotta be careful with these kids. Well, anyway. That's it for my niece story. What do you think of the niece stories?
1: I think it's great. I think somebody should probably put a, a put a stop to that drop kicking thing, though. That seems like that's going to be a problem when we go to like big kids
0: school. <laughs> he, I think it's just been happening for so long that my little brother's just like, "Yep, that's what she do." The, she sees me, she attacks me. That's life. Well, clearly she's not doing a very good job because he's still breathing. <laughs> no, he's still no, no. no I, I mean, you know, he's much, much bigger than her. He's like a stereo size. Like it, like like these these attacks bounce right off of him. But
1: for now, but then one day he'll be in a nursing home, and she'll come and she'll be like, "You think I forgot?" And then drop kick of and like the thing will immediately go like.
0: Bee! <laughs> oh my God. She walks into the nursing home, smashes a beer bottle over a table, <laughs> lunges at her dad for reasons even she look she she loves her father. She loves him. She loves this guy.
1: They're sitting her down at the police station. They're uh, talking to her. They're like, why did you do it? I don't know. <laughs> it's just it, how things have always been.
0: And it's how they're always going to be. And she drop kicks a
1: cup in the ass. And they're like, clean that up. And she's like, I will never do chores.
0: <laughs> My mom was like, why didn't you offer the money to do the chores? And I was like, I thought they'd understand that they benefit from clean dishes. They don't. No, no, no. They're children. They don't. Damn it. I gotta stop. They, they're more than happy living in filth. No, they, they do seem to be. Well, hey, listeners, we hope you've had a good time listening and rolling around in our filth for the past hour. Thanks for listening to the Loudest Podcast. Don't forget, you can get a shitload of bonus episodes for just $2, just a $2 pledge. Patreon.com slash Asteris, including all of our Switcheroo Color Swap Month content, like I got bonus episodes up from years ago that are still hysterical like go listen to them and give them some life i just got the second episode of the new rpg podcast that we've been working on called C-Punk. so you're gonna hear two episodes and a zero episode of C-Punk within the next couple of weeks i'm really excited it's another one of these like full action RPGs with like original music and sound effects there's we got an eight person cast this time i'm i'm really really excited about it and that's it we'll talk to you next time bye 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 bye,
1: bye. don't know what that was felt felt inspired <laughs>